It happened early last night. Uh, Caitlin Clark setting the all-time women's scoring record. They forget about Lynette Woodard, but back in the day in the 70s, the KU grader went on to play for the Harlem Globetrotters. They didn't uh, recognize women's sports, so her stats are not included now. She was a badass. Yeah, she had 3,649 points. Now, Clark will pass her, but no one ever mentions her. Lynette Uh, had no threes. uh, Yeah, but they just didn't recognize women's sports back then. In the 70s. Mm-hmm. So last night, Caitlin Clark breaks the record. She goes 49. She had 13 assists. Uh, she broke it early. Uh, a great tweet. And this is a great follow. And he is a legend over in Iowa. Cyclone Larry. Oh, yeah. Cyclone yeah, Larry at 69. Uh, he's funny. And he riles up his own fan base <laughs> and then, of course, Iowa fans. His tweet last night, because I, I saw it during the, the middle of the, the game I was doing. Yeah. I LOL'd. The biggest moment of Brock Purdy's career was the most watched television television event in history. The biggest moment of Caitlin Clark's career was stuck behind a paywall of a second tier streaming service. <laughs> they are not the same. He's good. <laughs> he gets into it with my K State friends. So That's I like Larry. I do like that. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, CC is real. Thirty last thirty six games, she's averaging at yeah, thirty two. She set the record, uh, and uh, more Caitlin Clark, less uh, Karen Bluter. Right, didn't, here, didn't that make that better too last night? She not only breaks the record, but she has a career high and a Carver dude, high. Dude, she career. was like, I mean, that was she was on one. She could, yeah. have, I mean, she could have had fifty. Yeah, I, <laughs> she could have broke the record by a dunk. Mm. Ooh, see, ah. there was a prop for that, by the way. All right, uh, I threw out the bat signal, and old man Doug uh, called this up. Good morning. Good morning. Give me a name of of one of your employees. Well, I'll give you one that listens, and uh, he gets here about 7.30. Okay. Uh, my mortgage uh, manager, Joe Dobrovoni. I say Joe knows mortgages, and he's, right. he's been with us for 25 years. So. Hey, there we go. Joe knows mortgages. Nice. We can just throw that out nice. there. All right. How's the hip, Doug? 95%. Nice. 95%. I got on the elliptical last night for 10 minutes, and which is obviously not impact. So Still. Hey, I want to... I want to touch on comparing and recency bias and whatever. So, I mean, really, congratulations. Caitlin Clark's a hell of a player. And, and actually, I'm more impressed with her passing and ball handling almost than I am her scoring. Yep. But I was reading World Herald this morning, and, it, yeah, it was like all of a sudden we hear about this Lynette Wood- Woodard, and she's got, you know, a record, and I can't believe they don't recognize what she's done. But – where, what triggered me was when they were on the Big Ten Network, they're comparing her to Pistol Pete mm-hmm. and the guy that was with three points of Pistol Pete. So, you know, here's the deal. They're playing more games. They didn't have a three-point shot when right. Pistol Pete played. I mean, and I'm not saying Pistol Pete's the greatest player of all time. I'm just saying his record, it, some of this in, these, in the fifth year with, with the COVID thing, which you love it if it's your player, you hate it if it's somebody else's player, you're like tired of them mm-hmm. beating you or lighting you up. Like, I'm sure people are tired of Caitlin Clark lighting them up, although the athletic departments enjoy selling out mm-hmm. their arena when she comes. But um, I, this recency bias just, just, it, it just yep. kills me. And, and men and women should not be compared when it comes to records um, of any kind. There's, there's different sports, different. There's a reason there's men and women. There's, I mean, what track records 
would you would you put them all in the same on a track record? You wouldn't. So give her props. She's probably the yeah. best or in the top three to ever play women's basketball. And uh, she's a hell of a superstar. She's a hell of a draw. And then, again, another peacock mm-hmm. thing. And I will not get peacock. I don't care if I have to miss a game. I am not going to be forced into you know, one of these bait-and-switch type things. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. The streaming is getting so fragmented, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. But isn't going anywhere, Doug. You know that. So that so for all you youngins, get off my front porch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for the call. Have a good weekend, and uh, give us uh, give uh, Joe a fist pound for us from uh, yeah. for listening. Will do. Right. Mortgage guy. Uh, Joe, Joe knows. Joe knows mortgages. Bank. All right. So there's there's a lot in there, and uh, I want to start. So he brought up something, and and people that know uh, old man Doug is a uh, Jasker. He's actually got a yeah. gold plated card. They get you a discount at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. They give those out. Even or when there's you, not a Big Mac sack. Or you get to go to Wendy's and you get the new uh, cinnamon pull-aparts, which they are introducing today. I'm listening. For breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just went up to a size 42 pant. Which one um, Which one of you guys said that Wendy's breakfast is, uh, does it okay? I thought one of you guys said we that. We both did, I okay. thought. I don't think I've, uh, I think I've dabbled with Wendy's breakfast. Okay. They, 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 good. They've presented it in a way that I've I've been meaning to Dave try. Dave Thomas never steered us wrong. So a couple of things here in what Doug said about stats. And and diehard Creighton guy. Baylor Shireman. Are, are, are we triggered by Shireman's 2,000 points because he took advantage of the COVID year and he's in his fifth year? I'm not. I mean, Summit League has two guys that are in their sixth year. The leading scorer yeah. in America is in his sixth year of college basketball, and they're like, wow, look at all these. He's going to set the all-time score. Played six years of basketball. Yeah. So Shireman has played five years. Now his two years at Creighton, so he's at 18.3, and he's one of the top three candidates to be the Big East player of the year. And if he plays, I don't know, all five years at Creighton, I mean, I doubt he would have been here through five. He would have gone on to right. pursue a professional career. But this is a conversation to be had when we're starting to compare records and put in record book. Um, do you have to put an asterisk? Hey, we had this thing. For, for, those, for those people that are going to pick up your media guide uh, out in the cloud in 40 years, right. they're going to go, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of points. Do you yeah. have to put an asterisk and go, well, there was this thing called COVID, and so student-athletes got an extra year, so their stats are going to be a little bit skewed. So don't ever, ever, ever try and compare across the board uh, all these stats, because all stats and all careers are not created equal. I think that is true. And I, I, I think that even despite like even an asterisk, if you want to put in parentheses five years as opposed to a four-year career, I, I, think, I think that that's, that's an okay distinction. Now, if I think of using Baylor Shireman as the example, I would like to think that if he played four years at Creighton or even three years at Creighton, that what he's been able to do in evolving his game, I think would still lead him to something very similar. Now, again, though, you can't dismiss the competition that he had in the Summit League compared to what he has in the Big East. I mean, that is, there, there's a distinction there. I mean, that, that's, the, that, that's not to take anything away from him, but that is true. I mean, that's the reality. So should there be some type of clarity when it comes to somebody who plays a fifth year uh, I think it's okay, and I don't necessarily think it's a knock on somebody uh, from the standpoint of we're, we're trying to drag them down 
because they took advantage of something that was available to them. Good on them. And they make the most out of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I do think when we are comparing to traditional four-year uh, runs compared to someone who got to play five years or someone who you know switched from a mid or low major to then a power six program and, and had success there, the bottom line is they still had success at that power six program. So too. do we change our opinion if Caitlin Clark comes back for another year because she does have the COVID year available? I've, I, for me, the point total at the end of this year should be the point total. Okay, it will not if she comes back. Right. Okay. Uh, you can't you can't compare stats. Okay. Just use your eyeballs. Are they a good player? Yes. Right. Baylor Sharman. We get wrapped good up player? in that. Yes. You're right. Is Caitlin Clark a great player? Yes. This That's is where this is where I'm really and 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 Iowa fans, man, you humor me. Okay. You want her to stay for one more year? What? Because because the athletic department needs some cash. Uh, stop, stop, stop. Anybody out there comparing her to Pete Maravich, you want to compare stats? We're talking about men and women in college athletics that get an extra year so they can play five years of sports. They can play six years of sports because maybe they had a a medical thing during that stretch. Let's stop trying to compare numbers to Pete Maravich. Pete Maravich didn't was not allowed to play as a freshman at LSU. Mm-hmm. Pete Maravich played three years of college basketball. Three years. And he has the numbers that he had in those three years. Averaged 44.2 points per game Without in his point. college career right. at LSU. And the only flop that he had was his hair. <laughs> so point. let's don't compare here. Your eyeballs can say are they good or not, yeah. and you can do it without the stats. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. it, but it is it is kind of uh, you know, and, and they and it's this is the NCAA. Remember when they reversed course and they started to include bull stats? Mm-hmm. So and there's some guys that would have some big numbers added to their total if you did it for everybody. Yep. Just like if you if you looked at whether it be in baseball the great Negro League players, mm-hmm. including them in all-time stats, yep. or women that were playing before the NCAA cared about women's athletics and incorporated their stats uh, a la a Lynette Woodard. who I'm, I'm glad her name's being brought up. She was, she was an incredible player at KU. Some might only know her as, oh, man, gosh, a female that played with the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, there's a reason she did. Right, especially in that time, too. Um, I, 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 li- I like the... The point you bring up, though, about we it, it, as a society, and especially on a night like yesterday, we get wrapped up in the number. And you know, then there there was the Cheryl Swoops, who she was co- completely off of her facts when she was criticizing Caitlin Clark and doing it in the COVID year, thinking that this was the COVID year for Caitlin Clark. I mean, she just she didn't have her facts right. But once we get to the the whole numbers part of it, it does bring up uh, you know the the type of debate of okay. It should if you get into that fifth year, should this count? Or if you played for another uh, another school and, and you played maybe lesser competition as opposed to what you're playing now, should any type of record being broke or any type of accomplishment should it be as celebrated as if you were there at that school for the four years? I, this is where I think it, you overthink it too much. Like I, nobody's going to convince me that Baylor Shireman is not that good of a player, but he got all of those points because he was at South Dakota State and playing in the Summit League for a good chunk of his career before he moved over to Creighton. You watch the kid, you know what he's capable of. You you see him what he does every night. I don't need numbers to, or even to get into that debate of should there be 
more clarity on his numbers and what he accomplished when it came to that that type of feat uh, when it comes to, to Caitlin Clark. I do feel strongly that if she were to come back next year and we are putting that uh, career point total out there, that it probably the final points at the end of this season should be that because not everybody is getting that fifth year. So I do think that there is something with that. But again, I, that's not going to take me away from saying, yeah, Caitlin Clark was a generational talent. Uh, Scary Gary on the stream, he's right. Here's another one about the NCAA recognizing stats. God, Jimmy, you sit close to the screen. Uh, so I was so reading Benoit in, Benjamin's in, stats. In, in high, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Sanders' Heisman year, his numbers were off the chains. But they didn't count the Holiday Bowl. If you remember, Barry Sanders in the Holiday Bowl that year ran for 222 yards, yep. five touchdowns, didn't even play the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So that would have been added to his amazing total. Yeah. So 3,000 yards. We can't get caught up in stats. Is, is and the we whole just do. point of this discussion. Yep. Snow is stupid. Stats are in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for my TED Talk. Uh, now. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, it's very true. Old man true. Doug brought up, uh, brought up the cock. Okay. Yep. It's with us. You got to accept it. It's part of your life. It just is. It's Many not going. Said. It's not going away. <laughs> the peacock is. It's it's new, but it's not going away. It's true. You you can fight it all you want, but because of the success of really the first year around the Big Ten, yep, we're gonna get more. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive about peacock is you can't do this on network television, is you can carry the pregame introductions. Yes, they did that yesterday. And you can carry the postgame. You can do that on a streaming service. If you remember the the beginning of the Nebraska-Maryland game, before the announcers took over, because that game started, what, at 1130? Something oh, wait a minute. Like, it was an odd start time. Yeah, it was, it okay. was early. I think so, it was like 11, 11 so 30, yeah. they started their stream mm-hmm. about 30 minutes prior to kickoff. Yeah. And they weren't just like having a camera that was focused on the field and they were counting down to when the announcers took over. They were giving you like the, the feel. feel of Memorial Stadium. Yeah. yeah. You That's can do cool. that on a streaming service. Yeah. That was kind of cool last night. They showed the starting lineups and then they were able to carry the entire post game. On a streaming service, if you're on the Big Ten Network, yeah, they probably carry, you know, part of the the post game, mm-hmm. but they don't. They probably don't carry it all. So that's one of the things you can do on a streaming service. I did notice following people that were were watching that are diehard Iowa fans uh, that were showing up in my timeline. I guess the lag time was really slow yesterday. So, oh. Kate, it, you know, and it, and it depends on how your you know connection is. Caitlin Clark set the record and tweets were coming out and maybe like 15 seconds later, people were actually seeing it, that it had happened. Okay. So that would be the only drawback. And we all have different, you know, heck, I still have cocks. You're all coming back, man. I didn't cut the cord. I didn't shoot the sheriff and I never cut the cord. So you're all coming back. <laughs> Even Cox Cable has a, a bad lag time. Not it, you know, YouTube TV is hit or miss. Um, but I heard Peacock was a little bit slow last night, so I'm wondering if they have just an, a ginormous amount of people that were there with it. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Uh-huh. I, I know that that was appointment television for us last night. Um, yeah, as far as the lag time, so my phone was like sort of away. That'd be the only way I would have known if 
the lag time was significant based on whatever the push notifications I would have gotten. But yeah, like I, I think doesn't everybody who who watches who streams YouTube TV and and even Peacock or anything else that you're watching sports, maybe you're you know even on I don't know why you would, but maybe you're watching some of the sports on Paramount Plus too. That you just kind of go into it knowing that you're going to be a little bit behind. I, I've kind of accepted that. Yeah, but they you can't have that if you're going to promote betting and live betting. Yeah, that's a good that's, point. That's, yep. You you got to fix the leg. That time. that is a good point. And, and and you're right too. They can fix that all they want, but then it's going to come down to your connection within your home too, and where you're watching it. I mean, you might have a stronger connection upstairs compared to what you have in your basement or vice versa depending on where your router is so then there's that part of it too which again this is the one good thing about cable though that alleviates all that because you've got the cord directly going in that's that's the good thing about it even though uh the cock and go to the cock when i left direct tv with the sports package that people in our business it's essential to have it was costing me well over 200 dollars a month and even with the different subscriptions that we have right now we're still maybe just a little over half of that we're probably about 125 now like a lot of those a lot of those streaming services like we just got paramount plus not that long ago i think it's like it's like nine bucks and i i get it things add up you know it's it's an a la carte you know you you start piling all that stuff on there and it adds up but it's unless other cable subscriptions have come down i can't imagine that's the case but it's still, to me, for what we consume, it's a lot cheaper. Hey, we're, we're, we, we can't fight it. I mean, it, we're, we're, we're with it. They spent $110 million, Peacock did, to have an NFL playoff game, and it got in a huge amount of eyeballs. That isn't going to change. Yeah. The yeah. only way that that would maybe change is if, like, hardly anybody tuned in like if it didn't if yeah. it didn't even make a dent and you know if it's the nfl but that's why they you're, put the you're team at they the put very on. least even on a bad day it's gonna do yeah. well very well on a bad day yeah. scary gary who has become our uh, economist on the show <laughs> uh get one less latte a month peacock is then essentially free peacock's affordable S- speaking of the latte man Lots they of sugar. have i have upped the price on iced coffees again come on people Mm-hmm. All it is is coffee with ice. Coffee with ice. I can I can like make one for bucks. you. Yeah, I know, but it's just something about kind of addicted. It hits different. They got you. They got you. Just like the streaming yeah, services have. They us. did. They did. They got. It's not me. going away anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, it is the opening day for college baseball. We got an update with Jimmy coming up. Speaking of that, um, anybody wondering who the baseball coach at Nebraska is? Huh? We'll do it in the next hour. It's mornings with Sharp and Handland. Sixteen twenty. The zone.